The Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, powered by Snowy Hydro, a leader in renewable energy. Switch to Aussie-owned Red Energy today. Prince Wine Store, bringing Melburnians the greatest wine in the world, and Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. Caro, Miles Thompson is here from Prince Wine Store. He has a package of goodies, including wines, a red wine and a white wine. And we are going to have a little tasting and discuss picking up from that most excellent Apple TV series, Drops of God, which I was talking about a couple of weeks ago. We're going to talk about sniffing wine and what we what we look for when we take on board the odour. Does this mean that we're not allowed to actually taste the wine? <laughs> And half bottles, <coughs> which I love, which I think are just so cute. And a glass for Miss Jane. Just behave yourself, Miss Jane. Thank you very much. Hello, Miles. Ma- Jane's very excited about the wine tasting. Hello. So if we're just doing, setting up. If we're doing fragrance and aroma, do, are we, do you mind that we – can we swallow the wine? Is that okay? Oh, you can. I bought it for you guys. <laughs> I'll have to spit, which I know it sounds disgusting, but sorry. Of course. As a professional. Tuesday's our tasting day, so – this is when we're recording and I'll be back at the store to taste God. about 80 wines or something. Imagine if Miles didn't spit <laughs> into a spittoon. Well, You'd that's exactly correct. at the correct. end of the day. Miles, you you can't do it. And you always get a little bit, like, you know, you can't help but get a little bit when you're doing these tastings. So eventually over time you will get a certain amount of alcohol into your system. A and brief... obviously it goes through the blood in your mouth and all that sort of stuff. So. Interesting. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, God. Um, I've also... A brief bit of yeah. homework. That wonderful blood, blood Sorry, Spanish wine you <laughs> spoke about last week <laughs> that was, and I had to get Miss Jane to remind me of it, but the one that was lobster in Spanish. Uh, um, Las, Las Cabachas? Oh, that Las Cabachas? I don't know. We, I don't um, know my... Uh, we had dinner, my, my currently small little family who was in Australia for my husband's birthday, and we absolutely loved it. Oh, you picked a bottle up. We, well, we had um, dinner at Bellotta. Oh, great. And we picked a bottle up, and it was oh, delicious. Oh, they're pouring it, aren't they? Are they pouring yeah. Yeah. No, we just went you next just went door and, and, oh, and grabbed one, and then we might have grabbed another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your typical Sav Blanc, which is there what's nice about it. it was, it's not your typical Sav yeah. Blanc at all. Yeah. It was absolutely beautiful. So that is a great – the name again – Las Cabachas. So uh, Casa Rojo is the producer, and Las Cabachas is the name of the wine. I'll get you a bottle, Corey. We'll share one together. Over we, a game of Scrabble. We will. And the bottle itself is just beautiful. Yeah, really cool. The labels you, are great. Now, you visit you, your two little um, offerings today. Mm. One looks to be from New Zealand and one Correct. from Australia. Correct. So I have Muradak Chardonnay. Not cold, so we won't try that. We'll try the Pinot. I, I know we're all sort can of. Can we do fans. whites? Can we do whites next week? Just whites? Yeah, I thought because yeah, it, yeah. it must be the aroma and the things that you look for must be different in red and white wine. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean the flavors and aromas, are, the profiles are different for sure. And you're looking for different things. You know, obviously with red wine, there's things like tannin and that sort of thing that start to play in it as well. Um, it, it, you know, and it's a bit different. Obviously, you don't have tannins in, in white wine generally speaking, except for sort of skin contact stuff. So. Yeah, there's just, there's slight differences in the aromas and flavors. But I mean, I always tell people, you know, don't try to pigeonhole yourself. Like if you're smelling, you know, if you're smelling a white wine and you're smelling strawberries, like maybe you're smelling strawberries. Don't sort of go, oh, well, it has to be a red wine because I smell strawberries. Like sometimes these wines just have these aromas infuse, that, yeah. that remind you of these things. And Well, yeah. why don't you pour us a little drop and, Wonderful. and so see, we'll see what pour... Carol and I, see, see how creative we can be, Kaz, about our... Adjectives. So the Muradak Chardonnay, but what we're going to pour is the Adarangi 
sorry, Atarangi, I think is probably how you actually pronounce it, uh, Crimson uh, 2020. So this is their second wine, essentially. So they put all their best stuff into the Atarangi estate. And then the sort of next level down is the Crimson. It's always been really great value, but the last few years it just kind of is getting closer and closer and closer in quality to the sort of top bottle to the point where it's, you know, it's getting close to, to even. It's just a great, really cracking wine in itself. So, And, and it's that, from the Marlborough. No, this is Martinborough. Martinborough, sorry. Yeah. And, and those little half, how much is that little half bottle? So they're both $25. And so they'd both be sort of $50, $60 bottles on the right. shelf. It usually doesn't quite work out to half the price. Obviously, from a technical standpoint, bottling and half bottles is a, is a bit painful. My understanding is you often need to do it by hand or maybe that's magnums, but it's just a little bit more painful in the setup. So not everyone does half bottles. Mm. It's just a little bit, it's but a you bit have of a quite, pain you in have the quite, You have quite a lot of uh, half <laughs> bottles at Prince. We I do. Know. While you pour. And it's I my just, little section and I, and I love. Well, while you pour, I have a confession to make, Caro. About a year ago, I placed an order with, um, I go straight to Gabby, um, Miles's lovely colleague, and put in an order. And it came to a total I couldn't quite believe. I thought, oh, my God, she's giving me a massive discount here. I'd ordered six bottles of half bottles. <laughs> so I'd gone online and cut and pasted. Gabby was trying to tell you something, Corey. I'd gone online and cut and, pa- cut and pasted the wines I wanted but didn't look at the fluid ounces or mills of the bottle. <laughs> but it would have been quite cute. Well, they, look, they looked pretty in the pantry for sure, but it was actually good because Pete's not a huge fan of Pinot. So there were half bottles of Pinot and they would I'd have one glass one night and one the next and that was the end of the bottle. There's so many good reasons for half bottles. I know like, you know, you, you talk to people, they're like, half bottles, why do I buy half bottles? Well, you know, sometimes, you know, you can afford a better wine. Yeah, that's true. You can. That's right. At, at lunch, you know, if there's two of you or three of you, it's a great way to have like, you know, a glass and a bid or less than a glass, say if there's three of you. Great and, for picnics. And share a nice bottle. Picnics if, you, if picnics. you're walking to a destination and there's just two of you and Absolutely. you really only want to have one glass. That's right. Perfect. If, you know, in Europe, when you go out to restaurants there, particularly France, I would say, and, you know, my experience isn't huge, but I'd say France, there's a lot of half bottles on wine list. It's it's really popular because people are a bit more responsible with their drinking. And I yeah. think, you know, at lunch or something with a few people, they're like, great, yeah. half bottles, perfect. We yeah, don't need to like sip. share a bottle or if no. we don't want something by the glass. Get, yeah, or we, we, we don't all need to like get yeah, So, so it's, Cara, it's what really do you think of, if, you're, if you're smelling the Atalrangi Pinot Noir 2020 from Martinborough District in New Zealand. What are your thoughts? Well, maybe it's because Miles put the thought in my head, but I do think strawberries. Yeah, I think it's very much ridiculous? To all that. No, I think it's all to that kind of like red fruit spectrum. Like, you know, really kind of like wild sort of picked strawberries, you know. Um, yeah, maybe blackberries actually. Yeah. I can get a bit of vinegar there. Yep. Bit of, yeah. <laughs> Miles is looking at me like you idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So, so VA or volatile acidity is something that you that you get in wine. So sometimes some people are more sensitive, or it shows up more in wines, and depending on the wine making Jam. technique. Jam. Yeah, yes. it's got a really. Ni- I think it's got a really nice kind of like roasted fruits. Like all those fruits feel like they're a bit sort of. They've cooked. Know, maybe yeah, maybe a bit cooked, or you know, sometimes you know. Yeah, we sort of talked about maybe not jammy, but that kind of coolie, you know. Stewed cherries, maybe. Yeah, I think it's oh, definitely got those sort of elements. Caro. That's one. You know, See, now red... it's a competition. I want to think of something <laughs> even better. Um, now, let's, so let's have a taste, Caro, and see what we say to Miles about the taste. And Miles, of course, will be spitting this. Yeah, no, because I'm not really a red wine drinker, but I love Ooh, Pinot. Yum. I love Pinot. That's a really nice. And I, I get Very the good. same taste. I get that same berry, dark berry taste 
Yeah, a nice kind of mix of red and black berries. Yep. Mm. Lovely earthiness to it as well. This Mm, lovely kind of like almost like fresh turned kind of earth. If you think like you've ever sort of been in the garden and that sort of that fresh. It's really fresh, this Pinot. Lovely acidity. Gives it all that lovely sort of zingy freshness, but it's got lots of fruit behind it all as well. Mm. I'm going back to jam on toast. Jam on toast. I think it's definitely got like a macerated fruits kind of Jane, element. do you have any adjectives you'd well, like to throw in? Am I wrong to say it's got a little bit of a woody sort of Yeah, I think oak-y? the oak is definitely there. Yeah, but it's kind of laid in oh, quite nicely Oh, five points to you, Miss Jane. Oh. <laughs> no, it's definitely there for sure, for sure. No, Jane's I'm, gone I'm, on to the cellaring of it. I'm definitely now my mum's stewed cherries, which mm. she used to stew yeah, every summer. Cherries. And um, it was just always beautiful, served with anything, ice cream, plum yeah. pudding, whatever. And that reminds me of that. It's a beautiful wine. It's a really it's lovely, a lovely wine, wine, can yeah. I say. So uh, They just knock it out of the park with this so every year. So what would a full bottle, you said 50, 60 bucks 50, for 60 Atto bucks ring in. for the crimson, yeah. I and think the, and then the, the half next bottle is? 25. 25. Do we get nice. a discount on the 25? Yeah, absolutely. Get 10% off if you put the code in, M-E-S-S. So. Mm. So, yeah, we've got quite a big selection at work of the half bottles. I've always had a lot of fun with it. I do a half bottle mixed dozen usually at the beginning of the year sometime, which is all half bottles. Oh, Miles, uh, I'm going to. popular. I'm, I'm going to get involved in that. Yeah. That sounds like a really lo- – and they're so, it's a lovely little present too. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Well, you know, we have people who come in and will buy like six or 12 half bottles, and, and, you know, f- for them because their partners don't drink or don't drink much or, like you said, maybe they like reds. And or white or vice versa, and you know the other partner doesn't, mm. so it's just easier for them to buy. And for you know, wine connoisseurs, of... you don't want to have a full bottle if the other person isn't drinking, because the bottle could sit there for three days, yeah, that's and right. then that changes the taste that's completely. Right. Absolutely. So, and not that it's ever really worried me, but um. so, <laughs> so Miles, I think next week could we do half bottles and white wine and discuss and, white and discuss wine. white sure. wine aromas? If you want, are we able to do, that? to do that? Miles, you're an yeah, absolute champion. I'll get some more. I'll get some more. It'll just give me an excuse to buy some more. <laughs> and it will be officially. Spend the boss's money. <laughs> it will be officially spring by then, so that'll will. be absolutely oh, good, perfect. Yeah. And Miles, we've got half ha- bottles of rosé too. We've got everything. Oh, wow. And uh, Well, maybe we do rosé and white wine next week. And Miles, um, just tell potties uh, how they can order. Yeah, so if you, you know, jump online at princewinesaw.com.au. Um, and when you uh, get to your cart, you can put in the code MEWS and you'll get 10% off. Uh, all the purchases in your cart. Delicious. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for bringing in the white wine. Miles Thompson from Prince Wine Store. The Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, powered by Snowy Hydro, a leader in renewable energy. Switch to Aussie-owned Red Energy today. Prince Wine Store, bringing Melburnians the greatest wine in the world, and Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria.